0: Hello, my friends. Welcome once again to the Deeper Daily Podcast for this 15th day of March. I'm Paul White, and this is the DDP. I am in the 37th chapter of the book of Genesis as we're working through these Genesis stories, trying to shine the light on Jesus where we can. And in 37, we get several opportunities to shine the light on Jesus as a type and what I mean by that, well, we should say Joseph as a type of Jesus. You've heard me say before; in the, Hebrews, brings this out really well that that Christ is the substance; that everything else is the shadow. And what we mean by that, Christ is everything that the Bible is leading up to. Christ is the centerpiece of our faith. So everything that precludes or preludes Christ is a shadow of Christ. And in some strange way, you could look at it as the light of God that shines on and out of Jesus, hits everything preceding him, and it's shades of Christ to come. That's that's the best way I know to describe it. It's it's not the actual Christ, it's not Jesus, but it, it's the silhouette of what he looks like. And you get that throughout the Old Testament. And we really get permission to read the Bible this way by Jesus, who on the road to Emmaus says to the disciples, or shows them rather the things in the scriptures concerning himself. And that doesn't mean that he shows them everything in all of the scriptures because not everything in all of the scriptures concerns him, but that which concerned him, he took the time to bring out. And that's really what we're doing. When I walk through the Old Testament, I'm trying to do that, I'm I'm missing a lot, but I'm trying to grab what I can that has shades of the Jesus to come. Genesis 37 has a lot of it. Joseph is sent by his father out into the field to check up on his brothers who are feeding the flock. And when he arrives, they see him and say, they say to themselves, let's kill the the dreamer. In the Hebrew, they really say something closer to, let's kill this master of dreams. There's a lot of sarcasm in that. And the oldest son, Reuben, concocts a plan by which he tries to save Joseph's life. He says, let's just hide him in a pit. You know, it'll teach him a lesson, but then we won't have any blood on our hands. And he does, but then while Reuben is gone, they take Joseph out of the pit and sell him to a group of slave traders for 20 pieces of silver. Reuben loses his mind. He realizes they've lost their brother and the only way then they can move on is is to act as if he has died. And so they fake his death by slaughtering a goat They've ripped the coat of many colors off of him, and they dip the pieces of the coat in goat's blood so they can present it to their father and say, look, he was killed. In all of this, we find some obvious shades of Jesus, and we find some less than obvious shades of Jesus, and please know that we're not dealing with perfect parallels. We're rarely dealing with a perfect parallel but we are dealing with shades. I think it's why it's shadows. They're they're elusive. They're not substantive, but they are the form. And in this case, Joseph is a type of Christ betrayed by his brothers, sold at the price of a slave. In Genesis, they sell Joseph for 20 pieces of silver, In Matthew 27, Judas sells Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. The price of a wounded slave, according to the law, is 30 pieces of silver. Joseph sold at 20 pieces of silver. You could say the price of the slave appreciates and goes up 50% by the time Jesus comes along, but it's still the same concept. Sold for silver. Jesus also sold for silver. Jesus has his clothes torn, uh, gambled upon at the cross, taken off of him and stripped. Joseph is stripped at when he's sold into slavery. Joseph's thrown down into a pit. Jesus is put up on a cross, but then put down into a tomb. And then this one, a little less obvious, but to me, just as powerful, maybe more so. Joseph has his coat, dipped in the blood of a goat, and that's presented to his father. Jesus becomes the goat, the guilty scapegoat, the goat that is sacrificed. His visit, his clothes are dipped in blood in the book of Revelation. When the lamb rides the horse and his Robes are dipped in blood. Revelation says dipped in the blood of his enemies, but I think you could say the blood of his enemies is the blood he shed at Calvary because he was shedding blood of and for his enemies. The robe dipped in blood in the book of Revelation is not Jesus having killed everything on the planet, dripping in its blood, but Jesus conquering through the sacrificial death of his self on the cross, thus his robes dipped in blood. Thus, he is the Joseph character, sold into slavery, betrayed by his brethren, robes dipped in blood, and presented to his father, Jesus, sold by his brethren of Israel, sold into slavery by his friend, his robes dipped in blood, and his blood presented to his father. No, the parallel is not perfect, but What we are to do is to see where we can find Jesus and you do not have to look hard in Genesis 37. You want to read this story? I know there's a lot there and I didn't read it all. I didn't read any of it. I just paraphrased it, but it takes place from Genesis chapter 37 verse 12 all the way through verse 36 where the Midianites sell Joseph to Potiphar in Egypt. He's an officer of Pharaoh and captain of the guard. That's going to lead to... Joseph the slave of Genesis 39. However, we have a chapter to go. We have Genesis 38 in which a almost parenthetical story happens to one of the sons of Jacob, Judah particularly, and the famous Judah and Tamar incident takes the entirety of the 38th chapter. I'm going to spend some time here because for one, it's inserted, which means we probably should pay attention to it. It's outside the narrative of the timeline, but there it is. And two, this character, this woman resurfaces in the New Testament. And so there's a lot of stuff that needs to be focused on. We're going to try to get started on that tomorrow. We'll see you then. God bless.